0: Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.
1: Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to The Early Edge. It is Thursday, and we are one day away from Major League Baseball returning to all of us. We are Lawrence Taylor days away. That's 56 from NFL kickoff, Detroit, Kansas City, 55-point fun total there. Speaking of totals, let's take a quick look at the recap screen from yesterday. I, My Aaron Rye-Lucas Herbert pick, well, it was a push. We woke up this morning. We realized they both tied at plus one. Uh, I've got the other bet pending, right? We've got the Woodland play going on right now. So we'll have that on the recap screen tomorrow when we get a resolution there. By the way, I got a golf pick for you later and it's from the Barbersaw. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Martin Green, the guru. Well, we get a check mark there. And of course, Maestro. Very nice with his summer league capping. That was actually really, really good capping. Good on the maestro. Speaking of the maestro, he's always on HQ. Let's see who's on HQ today. Oh, there's the man, Matt Snyder Sniper. He is going to be on at one o'clock. And then again at six o'clock with our favorite Alan Bell, AB and Matt Snyder at six, Matt Snyder at one o'clock. We're always on HQ. We're always doing this show. Even if there's a quote, alleged all-star break. So what do we do? We bring in the stars of the show right now and we go right into our marquee matchups. We're going to pick World Series winners. I got Ali, Alabama. I got Danny Brasco. Give me Danny, give me a little 1 2. Give me a little uh give me a little jab. See, there you go. If you follow Danny on Instagram or Twitter, you've seen that many times. Wow, the little shoulder shimmy. Hey, that's my move on BPE Friday, Danny. I don't want you I don't want you taking that from me, but here's what I want. And Allie, I'm actually going to start with you on Major League Baseball World Series odds. Listen, this is fun to speculate on. And we we talked about some teams that might make the playoffs yesterday. So there's some teams on this list that you might like. For example, we talked about the Seattle Mariners. I talked about them yesterday. They're 45-1 to to win the World Series. I think that's an interesting number. We had A-Mags on saying, hey, the Cubs could potentially win their division at at somewhat long odds. They're 150-1 to to win the World Series. My thought is once you make the Major League Baseball playoffs, it it can be anybody's game, especially if your rotation is good and healthy. With all of that said, Ali, any of these teams on this list that you like to win the World Series?
2: Yep. Just going off this list, I think I'm going to kind of have to go with the square pick and it's probably the Braves, but I mean, look at that record, 60, 29, really hard to look at that. But like you said, you know, anything can happen once you get kind of in the playoffs. Um, But I just think looking at their bullpen, they have like the third best bullpen ERA. And then, I mean, obviously Spencer Strider, he's just going to continue to dominate, I think, for the rest of the season. Um, So I think the Braves, I'm going to have to go with there just because I don't feel like anyone else is really speaking to me like they are.
0: Yeah, I totally get that. You know, Danny, I look at this and my instinct is to say the Braves too. Now listen, the trade deadline is going to come up and we know teams like the Dodgers and and the Yankees, they're just going to keep spending because you can do that in Major League Baseball, which I think is completely ridiculous. But with all of that said, I look at Houston, I think they're interesting, but they're in the same division as the Rangers. So I feel like a lot of people sort of cancel those two out. And then they just defer to, to a team like the Dodgers or the Braves. I agree with Allie. I mean, to me, it's the Braves. And by the way, in the chat, hit the like button and tell us of these six teams, if you have a sleepy, sneak, um, a sneaky sleeper that you like, go ahead and put it in the chat. But which team do you like to win the World Series? Go ahead and put that in the chat. Danny, I, I, I lean with Allie here. The Braves look so well-rounded. Where are you at?
3: Yeah, I almost want to give a difference of opinion, but I I find myself with you guys picking these Braves. They're such a complete team. And on Katie Mox's podcast, I anchor and analyst here at Sportsline and on HQ, I picked the Braves at the beginning of the season, plus 600. So why veer off course now? Still getting a pretty good number. Obviously, the Rays have been the juggernauts in the AL, but I feel maybe they've overachieved to an extent. I don't want to take anything away from that team. I just feel the offensive firepower is so much from the Braves. Look, Max Freed is still on the IL. Uh, their bullpen has been really good. Jesse Chavez, another good bullpen arm still in the aisle. I mean, they have more pieces coming back. I wouldn't be surprised if they made moves at the deadline too. So I just, I just can't look away from the Braves. I'm with you guys. They seem too strong.
0: Yeah. I see Nathan Pike in the chat. He says the Orioles, man, I, I wish the Orioles, uh, Danny, I'm going to kick it right back to you. If they just had another arm or two in their rotation, they would be so lethal, but they just don't have enough pitching. Do they?
3: I don't know if they do. I mean, you're not, you're I mean, also going to be tough to rely on arms. Like you know Kyle Gibson down the stretch of yeah. things here. Uh, that offense is really, really tough to beat. There's really few holes in that lineup. But again, the AL East, these divisions, a lot of them are going to cannibalize each other. Even though there is a clear cut front runner, it's going to be a slog in the you know in the dog days of the summer here. So I think the Braves will have an easier path through than a lot of these other teams.
0: And and everybody might know I'm an Orioles fan, but but that part of the reason we talked about the rotation just now, part of the reason I like the Mariners to sneak into the wild card and to maybe you know you speculate on on them at 45 to one, given what we talked about yesterday with their rotation and with what their bats have been doing as of late. That's why like I even mentioned the Mariners at 45 to one because I do think they sneak in and and probably take um one of the wild card spots. And unfortunately, I, I think it might be the Orioles spot once it's all said and done after 162 games. Well, we go from 162 games to 16 games because we got a little NFL action to talk about. But before we do that, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year
1: long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Oh, Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here?
3: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.
1: Spring. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
0: Well, listen, we always like to be positive on this show, but let's introduce some negativity here. Which of these NFL teams is going to have the worst regular season record. We've got the Cardinals at plus 220, the Texans at plus 650, the Bucks led by Baker Mayfield at plus 750, the Rams and the Colts and Washington, ouch, at plus 1,000. Allie, I'm going right back to you. Which of these teams is going to have the worst regular season record?
2: Um, Well, I got to be honest here. I'm not super smart at NFL, but I'm going to have to go with the Cardinals just because that's what Danny advised me to do.
0: (laughs) Well... Turns out you are smart at the NFL because that's probably the correct answer, and it's always good to follow Danny. Danny, before I kick it to you, it's hard to argue against what Ali just said. Uh, first of all, she said she just follows you, which is hard to argue with that. But it's also hard to argue with the the Cardinals at plus two twenty. It, it seems, you know, it seems like a short number. But then again, a, as bad as they are at the quarterback position, we know Kyler Murray's not coming back anytime soon and could conceivably sit out the whole season. I'm speculating there, but. Given when he's going to be healthy, what's the point of bringing him back if they're, you know, two and six or, you know, two and seven in the, in the middle of the season? So you're led by presumably Colt McCoy. The, all the units, offensive line, defensive line, secondaries, it's just, it's its not good. And, and, you know, DeAndre Hopkins isn't there anymore. There's just not much to lean on. We still have James Conner there. He's kind of getting older. I, I don't see how you go away from the Cardinals. But is there any other team? Like, first of all, is, is the Cardinals your answer? And in the chat, please let us know who you like here. Uh, Is there any other team you'd even think about?
3: I mean, I think you laid out a great case, and you have a lot of the points that I was going to make. Chad is with us, too. I mean, I think plus 220 feels like, yeah, it's a short number, but I'm wondering, is it a free 2-1 to bet we're getting here? I mean, Mm -hmm. you laid it out. The quarterback situation is a mess. Now, new coach, Cliff Kingsbury, drafted Murray for this reason, to play with him, to set up a system for him. Kingsbury's gone, and that did not work out well at all. That was a joke. So now they bring in gains. I don't know how that's going to work out either for a quarterback that won't be around. Like you said, if it's going poorly, if they're 0 and 8, if they're 2 and 6, why jump back in that situation? What is there to gain for him? So maybe he sits the whole year out. The roster is poor on paper. They usually draft pretty poorly. Those picks, I don't think, are going to pan out this year and make a big impact. So I just don't see where any skill position or anything is jumping off on paper that says they'd be better than any of these even bottom barrel teams. So I think it's Cardinals' easy answer.
0: Yeah, you almost go through this sort of process of elimination. Like, you know, the Rams, I thought, were maybe in the conversation. Maybe Stafford doesn't stay healthy. Maybe Cooper Cup doesn't stay healthy. And, you know, when you look at their units, both on the offensive and defensive side of the ball, not great. But then again, Sean McVay is, is a pretty good coach. He, he's pretty creative on offense, regardless of who the quarterback is. I mean, he reminds me a little bit of Kyle Shannon. I wouldn't put him in that class. But by the way, those two teams meet in week six. So, I mean, to me, like the winner of that game is probably or I should say the loser of that game is probably going to be in a position to just mail in the rest of the season. Because you got to figure both of those teams come into that game, you know, with maybe one or two wins by their side, if that, on, on week six. So um, something to think about. I, you know, I, I, I'm i surprised Washington is on that list, to be honest with you, because their defensive units, front seven and even their secondary, it's decent. Uh, the Colts. Yeah that kind of surprises me a little bit but you know you got Richardson or Benshu at the quarterback position so I understand all of that and the buccaneers I think would be the other answer for me I could see it's not necessarily a, a negative on Baker Mayfield but I could see that team just kind of collapsing because they weren't very good last year either the only thing going for the bucks is that their division is, is is such a division where there are teams that they can beat on a pretty routine basis I think so I think that's why you go back to the Arizona Cardinals by process of elimination you say uh, I, I think even the Texans, I, I think they they outwin the Arizona Cardinals. All right. That is our NFL segment. By the way, we talked about it yesterday on this very show. You can go to Sportsline right now. We are slow rolling win totals. We are slow rolling futures. Every single day, um, guys like the Maestro, RJ White, Prop Stars, we are we are putting futures out there. So go to the site. There's so much content on the site that I, I think sometimes we reduce this thing to like just picks on the early edge. But I got to tell you, you will – You will immerse yourself for hours if you really want to on on Sportsline, on the app, uh, at the dot com. So please definitely visit that. Okay, let's finally visit our picks. You know, listen, it's, it's a light, it's sort of a light day, obviously, for obvious reasons. But we, you know, we have a pick here and there. Maybe it's for tomorrow. Maybe it's for Saturday. Maybe it's for later today. But we have a few to give out. But before we do that, let's hear a message from our partners. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. I see in the chat people are, are saying, I see Matt saying, people are sleeping on Sam Howell. Uh, I don't know about that. I, I really don't. I, I, I've never been really a Sam Howell guy at North Carolina. You know, he was really a dude a few years ago, and then his stock just kind of went down. I do think he's in that sort of Taylor Heineke mold. Uh, which I don't think is a bad thing at all. So I think Sam Howell will be fine. Again, I'm surprised Washington made that list. I'm a little offended. I felt disrespectful.
3: I don't think they deserve to be on that list. they got a lot of good, gritty defenders. I like the makeup of that team. B-Rob, if he's still there, I mean,
0: that's a good team. Yep. Oh, absolutely. They've got okay running backs. They've got good receivers. The quarterback is a big question. Offensive line is kind of a question, but the defense is there. So I think they're going to win some games. Their total, by the way, is six and a half. And for those of you that don't know, the win total for the – Arizona Cardinals is four and a half. So, And every other team on the list that we just saw was six and a half or higher, just so everybody knows. So Vegas also thinks Arizona is definitely going to be the lowest win total. Four and a half yeah, and I bet that actually had
3: a, had a flat total of five, and it looks like
0: it's on the move down. So yikes. I mean, I think that's likely to happen. That's right. All right. Well, let's shift to baseball. We don't have any baseball today, but we've got a lot of baseball tomorrow. So that's something you can look forward to. Big Pick Energy Friday. We're going to have Uh, Obviously, we're going to have Chip, we're going to have the regular crew there, and we are going to have some baseball picks for sure, some golf picks as well. But Ali, you've got a baseball pick that we need to pay attention to, especially for when this precise line comes out. Maybe tomorrow morning, maybe later tonight, we'll see what happens. But Ali, tell us about your pick.
2: Yep, so I'm going to go with the Brewers first five on the money line here. Um, I mean, I know the full game's up. I just think it's worth waiting for that first five. Um, could be up soon, who knows? But just looking at Graham Ashcraft, um, he's one, he's two and five, and he has a 7.95 ERA and a 1.65 whip. But against the Brewers last month, he gave up 10 earned runs in four innings. So I definitely don't think he's going to do like worse than that. But I really don't see him having a great game, especially against. Um, Someone like Corbin Burns, who had been pretty solid and the Brewers won both of his starts against the Reds this season. So I think just going looking at that first five line, I'm gonna have to go with the Brewers here. Um I'll keep or I'll keep you updated on Twitter and anything for tomorrow, um, just to make sure that line is still good. But I just overall think that it's a little bit short just based on that minus one fifteen money line that we're seeing right now.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. It shouldn't be too uh, it shouldn't, shouldn't be too much more severe than what we're seeing on the money line right now. So that's actually a really really good find. First five certainly something near and dear to my heart. Hopefully, I'll have a first five for everybody tomorrow as well. Um, I'll get to my pick now. You know, it's funny. Bradley mentions in the chat we pushed the Aaron Rye bet, and and Bradley Jacobs mentions in the chat Aaron Rye on the last hole missed a four footer which we obviously would have won if he makes it. So, you know, those things happen. We probably should have won that bet, but we pushed it. No big deal. We've got Woodland out on the course right now, but some of you may not know that there's sort of a tournament in tandem with the Scottish Open. It's over on Stateside. And it started, you know, at at the regular time, but the, the the second half of the golfers haven't gone out yet. So I actually have a pick for the Barbasol Championship which this pick is is going to start, I think, at 1230 Eastern Standard Time. And it's Lucas Glover plus 100 over Vincent Norman. Now, some of you might look at this and you might say, well, see, on the early wedge, I saw that you had three outrights, and one of those three outrights was Vincent Norman. So what gives here? Well, here's the thing. I think Vincent Norman can do just fine today. I think both Lucas Glover and Vincent Norman can have good days during day one. The problem is because of the rainy conditions, what you have is preferred lies today, lift clean in place. What that is really is if you're in the fairway, if you're in the closely mown areas, you can lift your ball, wipe off the mud, do all of those things that really give you an advantage. If you're in the rough, you cannot do that. You're not allowed to do that when you have preferred lies. Well, Lucas Glover is the far more accurate off the tee golfer than Vincent Norman. So while I think Vincent Norman may be okay, and he's not extremely inaccurate, he's just not as accurate as Lucas Glover. So you take the accuracy of Glover with lift clean in place in mind, and you take the putter of Glover, who's been real, which has been really, really good. I like this number as a dog, plus 100 over Vincent Norman. You can find this one at FanDuel, and at DraftKings, it's minus 115 both ways. I still like it there. Um, I don't think you'll find anything um, more than minus 115. It won't be minus 120. It'll be somewhere between plus 100 and minus 115. So go Lucas Glover here. I still believe in my Vincent Norman outright. I think both of them can do well today, but it's the lift clean in place, preferred lies that have me on Lucas Glover for round one specifically. By the way, If you follow me on Twitter, I had some first-round leaders tweeted out uh, last night for the Barbasol. A few of them are actually in the conversation, so it's not something I gave out on the early wedge because I hadn't really looked at it yet. I gave only outrights on the early wedge when it comes to that secondary Barbasol tournament, but follow me on Twitter because hopefully one of these first-round leaders cashes. It might not, obviously, but um, I I, I sometimes put some secondary plays on on my Twitter, so keep that in mind. All right, that's golf. If you have any questions about that, put it in the chat. Uh, Danny. I'm starting to get fired up. I'm starting to hear the Rocky music. And that can only mean one thing it means it's time for you to give out some picks.
3: So, yeah, first of all, I got to say, sharp angle on that golf pass. Lift clean in place, preferred. I'm not a golf better, but I want to tail that. I mean, that's, I like what you're cooking up over there. So, Credit where credit's due. Let's get into some UFC picks for a fight night card this Saturday uh, coming up for you guys and coming off an insane UFC 290 card. This one, a lot less uh, noteworthy, a lot less fighters are going to recognize, but still some good matchups, and let's get into a few. For this first one, I'm taking Francisco Prado to beat Atman Azaitar and do not blink for this fight on the prelims because both guys are likely to get a first round knockout. I think it'll be Prado that gets it done. They both have heavy hands and will throw down meat in the middle and likely brawl. Uh, I think that a Zaytar is round one or bust. I think if he doesn't get the early knockout, he's going to gas out Prado 21 year old prospect coming off a debut loss on short notice. Much more winnable matchup here, and it's interesting to see him as the favorite, uh, favorite here. So I think the young kid uh, can take a punch better than a Zaytar in a brawl. I say he wins and, uh, and ends up as the last man standing. Give me Prado, and I'll probably end up taking him by knockout as well when props come out on that fight. Next up, I'm going with an underdog here, and this one is fun to back. It's Chelsea Chandler at plus 120, and she's repping the 209 with Nate Diaz at of Stockton, California We know them for their grittiness, their toughness, just the ferocity that those 209 fighters bring. And Chelsea Chandler certainly has that in her identity. She's got heavy hands. and She's a big fighter. This fight uh, against Norma Dumont is that featherweight, women's featherweight, was kind of a non-existent division at 145, but I like it for Chandler because she fights big. She's got a big physique and she really, once she gets pressure on, on top of you, she really makes uh, her opponents feel that size. So I feel like Chandler can do that to Dumont. Look, this line is short. Dumont is a good UFC fighter. She has some quality wins, yet she's just a minus 140 favorite. I would have expected her to see minus 200 or more. So Chandler at plus 120, making me raise some eyebrows here. I think the, uh, the tough, gritty fighter Chandler picks up a big win in her young UFC career. And let's close it out with a two-leg parlay here. Uh, This is a spot that I like in UFC for both of these young fighters that I'm going to parlay together. It's a good young fighter who lost in their short-notice debut against a tough competition, uh, did the UFC a favor in stepping in, and now gets a much more winnable matchup here. I feel like that's what Evan Elder and Melchizedek Costa both have here in this fight. Melchizedek, I'm going to call him Melchizedek, shout out. Melky Cabrera, old Yankee. Um, Evan Elder, good cardio, good wrestler, toughness. I think he's got a much more winnable matchup there uh, here. I think he brings those three things to get it done. And Melchizedek Alcosta, watch out for Melky's grappling, very slick. His opponent's got a kind of basic MMA boxing game. I think Melky does more with the kicks, with the grappling gets it done and they pick up, uh, pick up two big wins in their young career. So, this is a few UFC picks for this Saturday's fight night card. Headlined by Holly Holm, still fighting at 41 years old, uh passing on a bet in the main event, uh, not really interested in betting on 41-year-old fighters, tough to call those sometimes. So, there's some takes
0: you for, for UFC. Wow, that's that's an old school name that that I recognize, Danny. Uh let me Milk ask man. You. Yeah, we we've got a question in the chat from Capquest. He says, "Ask Brasco Spence or Crawford. Any opinion there?" Bud
3: Crawford all day. I mean, that's going to be an amazing fight. That's the fight of the century, but it's, it's, it's Crawford all day. Oh, is that on the Saturday card? What am I missing? No, no. That's a big boxing okay. fight that's coming up that's been in the works for a long time, basically to settle a score that's been uh, many, many years in the making.
0: Oh, wow. You should be promoting that fight. I'm already electrified by it. Good question from CapQuest. Appreciate that. Everybody, if you haven't already hit the like button, please do that for me. By the way, somebody asked about coach. No, he's just out for the week. I think somebody asked, hey, is coach good? Uh, Coach is very good. Uh, He's just out for the week. So so I'm taking over. I hope that's okay with you. Um, I'll be here tomorrow as well. Maybe you'll see me hosting on Sunday, but you'll see coach back next week uh, for sure. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I think uh, it's recap screen time. Let's let's see what our picks are for today and some for tomorrow and Saturday as well. We've got the Barbasol championship round one, two ball. This goes off in about two hours. Lucas Glover at plus money, plus 100 over Vincent Norman, who again, I do like in this tournament. I just don't like him today against Lucas Glover. Uh, Allie, she's got the Brewers first five money line. That's tomorrow. The first five will be out, but it's probably not going to be a prohibitive price, as she told you, due to what the money line price is for the full game right now, and Danny Brass has Francisco Prado money line minus 115, not Chelsea Handler, but <laughs> Chelsea Chandler at plus 120 and a money line parlay with Evan Elder and Melquizel M- 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 Costa. I should have just gone with the last name there, but I am just on the difficulty level. I want to try everything. That's a money line parlay at minus 101. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is all the damage we can do today on this Thursday. We're back to kind of all the sports tomorrow, and don't forget check out Sportsline. We may put up Wimbledon bets earlier than this show, and, and so they don't go out on this show. But we have Wimbledon bets in the app. We have uh, on the analysis tab. We might have some WNBA bets there. So there's a lot to consume, not just on this show, but on the Sportsline app. But that's all the damage we can do today. So you know what's next. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight. It's over here to the pay window for Allie, for Danny Brasco. And for Jake the Snake on the 1s and 2s and 14s and 15s, I am the counselor and we rest our case.